and welcome to All That Good Stuff, the no-nonsense podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of building a startup business. I'm Sam Wilcox, founder of Tribecto Automations, and I'm with my lovely co-host here, Dan Holiday of DTS Builder Materials. How are you doing, mate? I've just realized that's the first time I've done that. I'm waving at you. Yeah. We're, we're on webcam, if anyone if anyone cared. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> I feel like we we get as we get busier throughout the year, you and I. I think we both look more and more drained every time we look at each other. I think I we're think so. uh, yeah, and also like there's less light in the sky now, yeah. and you know it's, it's all these excuses. Not, where good. I need yeah. to go into hibernation in Morocco or something like that. <laughs> maybe not Morocco, but yeah, maybe somewhere else. Yeah. But so how are you doing? What's been going on? Yeah, good man. Good. It's uh, it. The, it's one of those sort of things where I'm learning to be in a situation where I work on the business as opposed to in it. I'm still doing bits and bobs in terms of sort of yeah. driving sales and, and all that kind of stuff. But we're, what, the 24th of October now. It's been the first month really where the boys have had enough time to kind of crack on and actually do. So I've kind of been in a position where thankfully they're settling and I've been able to take a bit of a step back watch it happen, deal with a few bits and bobs I've had to deal with, but has allowed me to sort of really focus as being on the business. I think we touched on it on it last week about yeah. sort of the various meetings I, I've had. I actually went to go and see that unit this morning. So the big unit that the we were just last week? Unit. Yeah, so the layout of it's slightly different to what I remember it being. Okay. But the the stuff that I would want to do would involve knocking down half the walls anyway. So we were, just to, just to recap, the unit that we were talking about last week and the potential kind of expansion of DTS, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just DTS, it's me setting up yeah. another business and, and going into this realm of sort of community sales as well, I suppose is probably a good way of putting it. Right, right. Leasing the space to individuals to use to run their businesses. So like it would all... You're in, in, in yeah, so it, would, so it would be like an ex... So it wouldn't be like the building wouldn't be owned by DTS, it would be, you know, another company... Um, and you would house DTS within it as well as exactly other businesses that, yeah. as well. All right. So, 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 so you went and saw the unit this morning. Yeah, what are I your mean, first thoughts? I I knew it was going to be big. Yeah. I didn't realise how big. How many? So, do you know how like how how big it actually is in terms of fifteen thousand square feet? Fifteen thousand square feet. That's pretty big. It's it's huge. I mean, there's two three and a half thousand square foot warehouses, so half of it's warehouse space. Right. Okay. Um. And uh, so I could effectively, I could probably keep one of them for myself and rent out the other one for the sort of the leasing of space for people to store building materials. Right. Um, and then upstairs, there's so in the in the warehouse there's a mezzanine kind of area. Okay, that's always cool. It's it's cool, but the way that the previous company owned it, they they stored all their sort of it, it was a roofing supplies company previously in there, so they stored upstairs all their sort of like nuts and bolts and screws and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't accessible right. by forklift. Um, which is a bit of a pain in the ass because there's a wall in the way of getting a forklift into it. So my view is, is stick a wall up, knock through upstairs and just turn upstairs into one great big open plan space. Okay. At the moment, upstairs is split into toilets. It's got a male and a female toilet, which are oversized. It's got a small office, a small office, and an oversized kitchen. Right. By knocking it all through into one, you could have a proper toilet, a proper kitchen, that type thing all in one area. A meeting room at one end, and, and just have this really cool open plan space, um, 
and, and to be honest, it needs knocking apart a bit. It needs some money spending on it. Um, the heating system needs over, overhauling. There's holes in the walls. There's this and the other. It's been empty for two and two and a half years, and it's in a state of disrepair. Okay, so now that you've you, you've you've been in this morning and you've seen it, obviously you've not had too much time to chew it over. But what are your initial no. thoughts? Do you do you feel like oh maybe this is a bit too much to take on, or like what are your initial thoughts now? The space that I had in mind for this, as in DTS, is perfect. Right. Absolutely perfect. It's got a large trade trade counter, so I could have desk space and sort of computers and all the sort of the good trade trade counters. Are. A huge area that I could have as a showroom. It's got a huge meeting space. It, it's perfect. It's like literally, if I could just pick up that section and have just that section, bang on. Right. The warehouse is. It needs some love, but for the sort of the idea of passing it on to others, it's bigger. Then I suppose I, I could fill fill it with more people. Yeah. Uh, which means a I could either charge slightly less and make it more appealing in that sense, or. So this is kind of like you, the, what we were talking about last week. That like the part of it where you would be taking delivery, storing goods. And, exactly. And the out. service behind. So where we're delivering to sites at the moment, a lot of the goods that we're delivering to site aren't going to get used, and they just end up getting put into yards and, and being stored. Right. Being in a position where we could offer dry storage and actually accept the deliveries. We had an instance last week where we had some wood delivered to someone. They got given a window between nine and 10. The guy didn't turn up till 11. So this guy was sat in his yard for two hours waiting for a delivery to turn up. Right, right. Whereas if, if that was coming to us, they could give us that time slot. But as long as they turn up between seven in the morning and seven in the evening, it doesn't make any difference. Right. We can then put it into its designated slot. They're not gonna use a whole pallet's worth of stuff in a day generally speaking. So actually they can come and pick it off as and when they need it, which means it's less likely to get damaged. Um, it stays dry and it's a really good central location. All of the storage. So it's, in this good, so it's good for that then? For that yeah. purposes, it would be it's fine? perfect. There's another warehouse next to it, which is slightly less perfect in terms of it's a bit rubbish. And but when you say there's another warehouse next to it, do you, is it all it's, underneath it's, one roof? Or? No, it's two separate, it's got a separate warehouse separately. Okay. So the, yeah. the first the first bit, you go in, you've got a trade counter, you go in the back door and there's a big warehouse. Right. And then immediately next door, you go outside and immediately next door, there is another warehouse. And right. it all comes under the one lease. Right. Um, is there a way that you could potentially chop it up? Like, does it, does it have to, does it have to, could you not turn around and say, look, we want this bit, but not that other bit? And um, I'm sure it if it's been be, empty for two years, then it would be it's got to be a deal. It would right? be better for me to manage it. I, I, would, I could make a fortune off it if I was to do that. I'm going to send you a WhatsApp now. I know it's a bit daft on a, on a um, but so we're on the same sort of level paying field. I'm going to send you a WhatsApp of a Google Earth shot of it, just so you can kind of gauge the size of it, and then I can talk you through it. Right, okay. As I'm, as I'm looking I'll at explain it. what I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so that circled area there is effectively the plot. Yeah. All of the car parking stuff where you can see there's racking and stuff, that's all gone. So it's just a big car parking space. Okay. That grey building at the back on the right hand side. Yeah. That's the second separate warehouse. Second warehouse. And then to the left, if you split that unit in half, virtually, you see all those sort of roof lights at the top. If you split that in half, so you've got the one, two, three, four L shape there, and split that in half. Yep. The front section is the trade counter and the upstairs where the office space is, and then the back of that is another warehouse. Right. Okay, I'm with you. Um, so there's loads of scope. 
Um, and in terms of sort of the flexibility and all that kind of thing, I could put another unit up in that car park. So just 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 for the for, just for the listeners' uh, context, I suppose, like we're looking at a pretty big plot. There's like a big one main big warehouse. Um, you know, looking at it from an aerial perspective, it's like like big square warehouse, and obviously mm-hmm. that's split up into those different sections that you just mentioned. Outside, there's a pretty big car park. You probably fit around. I don't know, like what, like 150 cars. 150, you reckon? I was going to say yeah, like 50, 60 or massive, something. But massive. Yeah, there's, so there's a big, big car park out front, which is kind of cool. And I suppose you'd need that space, right? If you're going to be taking deliveries and stuff. Yeah, so we'd effectively have to split it in half. At the moment where it was run as a builder's merchant, there's curbs around and there's wrapping yeah. sort of holes. So it needs an overhaul because it's not safe for cars to drive around at the moment. And then, and then at the back of that car park, connected to the original, like the, the main building, there is this second warehouse which is i don't know let's say like a third of the size of the main one Um, in terms of warehousing space it's slightly smaller than the warehouse next door right okay got it so and they're they're, although you know they're separate units they are connected right they are like you can can literally walk out and there's a cover and you can go into the next one you just have to go outside to get to the next one yeah yeah but they're like you know joined at at the walls and stuff so yeah you can see that it's you know, you'd need to be taken as one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I could, once I'm in, I could do this with it and, and it would be need to be managed by one person. All right, cool. So, yeah, yeah we've yeah, explained so. what it is. and, and But what's your, what's your thoughts, though? What's your feelings? Like, be honest, like, does it, does it seem so, like this is, you, you want, now that you've seen it and you've seen, like, the work that needs to happen, are you up for it? Are you feeling up for it? Or are you feeling, I'm not, I don't know. I want it. I want it. I just need to put a plan together because it's going to cost some cash right. that I don't have. And I, I'm, I'm going to need someone better than me in business to help me manage that, uh, to get it up and running. Do you know anybody? There's a handful of people that yeah. I'd, I'd want to discuss it with. Um, I don't know how to be received. It, it's it's, a, it's an odd one. It, it, it's cheap because it's it's a sublet. So someone has closed the business and got two, two and a half years left on their lease. Right. So in, in terms of that, it, it's kind of safe to a certain degree. If it doesn't work out, they're still going to pay the rent. Um, and they're just looking for some recoup on, on the rent that they've not had for two years. Right. Uh, um, but it needs it, the thing that scares me the most is, is the fact that they think, as in a cut, the, the company who have done an assessment and are, are trying to rent it out, they think there's about £55,000 worth of work they need doing to it. Right, okay. Just to get the doors open again. Yeah, that's... that's not taking into consideration the fact that I think the air conditioning needs overhauling. I'm going to need to gut it and, and redesign and reshape the building in in a sense to get it set up for how I want to run the businesses out of it. Yeah. So I'm probably looking at close to 100 grand just to get the doors open. Yeah, and how does that, I mean, how long would you, you need to figure out, that's a big commitment if you're going to go in and do that. I, I'd have to, it would have to be a five to 10 year plan to, yeah. to justify jumping into it as it stands by doing it if i was to it's if i was to do it i think i'd probably have to look at giving up some equity in the business to release some of the funds yeah it would see quite a dramatic growth in this brand yeah just naturally because of having that presence being able to take on bits and bobs and having that sort of parking area etc etc plus also the storage facilities available for builders naturally we would want to start selling them stuff to store right um but 
it all feels doable and because i'm in the trade the actual cost of material is low it's just the labor cost is quite high right 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 um, i'm sure there's a few favors you can pull in though right absolutely it's just is it the right time of year to be thinking about it going into the quieter months in this industry we're doing this we're doing that in, in a way it is the best time because my services are needed less within the office because there's just not as well, much. Well, you're going to have more thinking it. space to, to, to think it, chew it through for sure. Yeah. So, you know, maybe like give it, give it the rest of the year to just figure yeah, it well, out. Um, the thing is, cause I only went to sit this morning. It's four o'clock now and I've been in meetings all day. I've not really had a chance to do anything. I, I went in with a notepad and just scribbled a lot of notes. Mm. Um, I've said that I'll get a proposal over to them next week with regards to if I decide I want it, this is what I want to do. Right. Um, and whether that be a reduction on rent or this, that and the other, because basically the current leaseholder has got to have a pool of cash to repair the building. Right, right. That kind of lease. So at the end of the two and a half years, effectively there could be that 55 grand available to pay back. Right. Because if I put that money in, they've got to pay that back to me to for the bits that I've done for them. Okay. So that, that, that in itself is okay. So it halves the amount of investment that I would need to do. It just I've got to wait two and a half years for half of it to come back. Right, right. Um, but you know, it, it's it's an exciting step. I'm I, I'm physically ready as a, as a business to to go the showroom route. Um, I think with regards to sort of the windows, the doors, and and some of the high end products that we're starting to sell, having somewhere a little bit upmarket in terms of the space and and the sort of visibility of the product. It's just so much better for the brand than getting out of the boot of my car. Yeah. A lot, I'm demonstrating a lot out of the boot of my car at the moment. Right, right, right. So in, in that sense... But I suppose, you know, there's other options as well, right? You don't have to, like, are, pin it all on like, this one big all. unit, like, because it's fucking big. <laughs> so. the, the, the advantage I've got with this one is it's around the corner from my house. I know the area. I know the level of trade. I know the number of builders living in the area and all this kind of stuff. It's all the market research I did when I set up DTS. Right. So... In terms of sort of the passing trade and all that kind of stuff, there's a builders merchant at the back of it that do twenty odd million a year. Right. So they potentially would become one of my suppliers and or customers. Right. Um, and we could almost sort of lease them some space if they ran out of space, kind of scenario, come and dump stuff in there, you know. Um so there's loads and loads of options. It's just sort of humming and hiring things. I mean, I met with a financial guy yesterday to talk about offering some credit so we can start offering some really big deals. Because at the moment, we're kind of restricted to utilising the cash that we've got available to us. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, whereas we are looking at potentially factoring some of our, our invoices. So, so is there any, yeah, because we were talking about this last week, you were kind of getting to a point yeah. where you're kind of maxing out the credit limits on some of your suppliers. Is there any, yeah. is, this, is this the way forward past that? Potentially, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, it's the, it, Potentially. Again, there's more conversations that have got to be had. Um, I'm meeting with him again next week and I'm taking my time with it. You know, I can't rush decisions like this. And No, no, no. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot going on. It's, it's just worth that. But the most important thing is, at the moment, the boys are in and working and actually starting to pay for themselves. Good. Um, well, let's catch up on We've got a lot of good customers that are coming in and purchasing from us now and moving away from their other suppliers, which is great. Um, but it's a learning curve because it's a different kind of clientele to what we set up the business to kind of service. Right, okay. 
Well, let's let's catch up on that at some point soon because I want to know, like, all right, well, if we can, let's pick apart some numbers from a sales team. Like, that would yeah. be interesting. If I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I think that would be interesting to, to see because obviously you've got commission structures and stuff like that in place. It'd be interesting to see if like the guys are not, not in terms of numbers, but like, yeah. are they hitting those tiers? Are they, are they doing really well? They're getting paid or like, what's the deal? I mean, we, we didn't expect to be in a situation where we would be paying out this side of Christmas. To right. Right. Um, cool. But they are close. Cool. All right. Well, we'll grab an update on that in, in a future episode. Eh? Absolutely. Um, but where, where are we at with you? What are you doing? I mean, you, you've just shown me an overhaul on your website. That's exciting. Your yeah. Sort of so, growth and saw yeah. a little cameo from Harry and Adam. Yeah. So the webs, the Tribecto website is something that's been an ongoing project for a little while now. Um, mm. And I had it pretty much, you know, 80, 90% done, but I really wanted to make use of some videos on, uh, on the pages. Yeah. Um, so one of the guys that I work with in the co-working space in town, it, he runs a video production company. There you go. So um, he has done some videos and it's basically, you know, videos, just me explaining what we do. Um, you know, more general video for the homepage where we're just talking about Tribecto and like the different stuff that we do and, yeah. and, and, you know, how we can help. And then, I mean, the, the, the reason for the website revamp in the first place is because there isn't many pages on the site right now. It's mm. a bit, bit unclear if you have a vague idea of what you're looking for, but you're not crystal clear on what you're looking for. If you hit, yeah. my, if you hit the Tribecto website at a minute, it's pretty, pretty vague. So mm. I really wanted to kind of like get the positioning down and figure out, right, well, what are the types of customers that we want to be attracting more of? Mm. Um, and it's B2B service-based businesses. Um, and what do they need help with? And what are the main projects that we work on for those clients that we already work with in that sector? And there's kind of three, three main things really, which is we build out email or automated email campaigns for them mm -hmm. and email follow-up campaigns. We do custom CRM setups for them and we do custom integrations. So we might like integrate QuickBooks with the CRM service, oh, cool. for example, something like that. Right. So they're kind of like the three main things that we do. Yep. So I wanted to set up like services page for each one of those things. Right. So, uh, and then there's a fourth services page for just, uh, Entreport consulting. So if you are like yeah. stuck with Entreport and you want to figure out how to, you know, get past this roadblock that you're at yeah. you know, and you want to just buy an hour of time, you Absolutely. can do that through that. Right. Um, and get the answers that you need. And then that's that. But yeah. yeah, so so that's kind of like a half service. I not I wouldn't really call that like a full on service. You're not like a but project it, it's, or anything. It's still something that is necessary for you and Tribecto because absolutely, there's not many yeah. of you in the country, is there? So no, and Entreport drives the vast majority of our business. So uh, you know, and do they drive leads towards you as well? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and you know, I appear well for Entreport related search terms on Google. Yeah. And so, you know, that's kind of the main driver of, of, of new business. So we definitely don't want to uh, lose that. But the other, the, the main reason why I'm, yeah, the main reason why I wanted to separate those services out is just because I wanted, I wanted people to hit the website and say, 
actually, yeah, I am a B2B service business and I do need help with setting up email marketing. I'm not 100% sure what it should be or whether you know, that's the right thing, but yeah. I can click on this page, I can see what a typical project looks like and the process of getting a project done. There's a video that explains like what the benefits of email marketing campaigns are and, and what, you know, and what they can help you do in your business. And then, um, yeah, it's explains like who we work with and there's a couple of case studies and stuff like that as well. So it's, it's really just, to, I've really been wanting to do this just to, to get like really clear about what we offer. And then also as well, off the back end of that, I'm, I recently read the book that Adam Callow suggested a little while back. It's called Built to Sell. Mm-hmm. Um, really good book, actually. Um, really, really good book. Short. So, you know, if anybody doesn't like reading big, long books, don't worry. This <laughs> one's, like, really short. Um, uh, did Adam audible it? I think he audible it. Yeah, he doesn't read. So, um, so anyway, so, so I read this book, and it actually just really struck a nerve because – it's a, it's about it's a it's a story about a guy who's who's building an agency and he's trying he wants to get out and he wants to sell his agency at the end of it yeah. so he goes and sees his mentor and his mentor tells him all these things that are really counterintuitive and he doesn't get at first and then he kind of goes through step by step of making his turning his business into a sellable asset mm-hmm. um, and what, and part of that process is he turns his services into a pretty much a step-by-step instruction manual on like that he can pass to his, one of his team members. And, you know, if the, if an order for this service comes in, like in my case, an email marketing, you know, campaign comes in, these are all of the steps that we take to just do it. Right. And it's literally an idiot's guide to delivering this service. Yeah. So because we focused on these three things, we've been able to actually build those, let's call them handbooks or playbooks or whatever you want to call mm. them um, for each one of those services as well, which just has provided loads more structure around everything that we're doing. Yeah. Um, and we've been able to put those playbooks to test um, over the past couple of weeks as we've been bringing on some new clients and Amazing. I've been delegating more to Arnold and he's been working way more on projects for like client projects rather than stuff for Tribecto. So mm. it's all kind of coming together really nicely. Um, and yeah, the, the, the final piece of kind of this kind of refocus and positioning um, shuffle is just getting the website launched so that we yeah. communicate that to the outside world. So that'll be, that'll be live by Monday. Just a bit of context. It's Thursday now. It's Friday tomorrow. So it's Monday next week, right? So, so obviously I don't need to sell the days of the week to people, but it's, it, it we're looks- recording on Thursday. This episode will go live tomorrow, which is Friday. So, uh, so yeah, it so looks it'll... like it's pretty much there though. I think you're just yeah, doing it's pretty much done. Patches, isn't you? But it's been a big, it's been one of those big projects that's kind of been sitting in the background for a while and I can't yeah. wait to just get it done on Monday and then it will be what first off, it will be a load of more headspace that I regain because it's done and it's mm-hmm. dusted. The project's done. Um, but there's other things that we want to do off the back of it. So yeah. I want to start creating more video case studies. I want to start putting more video content out there, putting more blog posts on there, but there's no point in doing that until this website is done first. So all of the stuff that I've wanted to do from a marketing perspective has been on hold really until we got this website done. Mm. So yeah, so I'm really looking forward to getting that launched on Monday. Um, I think we talked about your website relaunch probably early stages of doing this podcast, didn't we? Yeah, it's been a big project, man. 
it's a big project, especially when you're doing it all yourself. Like I yeah. built the whole thing. I wrote the whole thing. I did all of the images for everything. Mm. I, you know, was shot in the video. I didn't, I didn't produce the videos, but you know, I had to go through that whole process of getting all the videos done. And yeah, yeah. So it's a long process when you're mm. trying to like do a good job. I know so, what the on button is on my computer. Say again. I know where the on button is on my computer. <laughs> I don't know where the off button is, mate, and that's the problem. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that'll go on. That'll go on Monday. So that's that's kind of me, really. That's kind of the main yeah, thing amazing. this week. And then be exciting to see, because obviously with with that, I suppose you're going to take a leaf out of your own sales book, as it were, and start implementing some marketing around your own brand. Absolutely, yeah. That's That'd be really of, interesting you know, to sort of see where the results are driving for you. Because proof will be in the pudding, won't it? Yeah. So one of the things that I've started doing recently, uh, I started it about four or five weeks ago, is I started writing an, a weekly newsletter um, that okay. goes out to everybody that's on on the Tribecto list. So if you want to get those emails, hit tribecto.com. You can sign up there. Um, nice Sounds like a real party. <laughs> but basically, I'm just writing about you know what we're working on as Tribecto, uh, you know what we're working on for Tribecto, what we're working on for clients. I want to give more case studies and examples yeah. of projects that we're working on. Share cool things that I'm coming across that are helpful. And it sounds kind of boring, but I I benefit from those types of. But news you're actually ideas. putting pen to paper about actually understanding what you do in your week, so you can then better think, understand yeah, how I you manage your time as well. You know, and I'm not pretending to be any kind of business guru like most people. Like it, like it's just real. Like I'm writing mm. it as it is, and I'm working through things as I'm working through them. And yeah. and you know, it's it's one of those things where um, it also helps just improve my writing skills because I don't think I'm mm. that great of a writer, and I want to get better at it. Um, it's discipline because you've got to do it every Monday and you know if you don't do it then it's not a mm. weekly newsletter so there's all these things that kind of tie into it that are really that are really useful so I started doing that and then but like I say the main focus is once we've got the website done it's going to be switching gears to video and mm. but the but the, the news the weekly newsletter will give me a vehicle to promote those new videos and get those yeah. get that content out to people so so yeah um, that's, that's the plan that's real good so but yeah it's exciting to sort of see your growth plans. Mine are physical in terms of you can see actually physically see the growth plans. We've got more people. We're looking at units, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Your growth plan is very much digital. within, and it's digital, and it's, it's yeah, yeah. What's well, the main differences between our businesses? You're a very physical business. My yeah. business is, you know, it it is made up of digital assets. You know, yeah. that's that's what it is. Yeah. It's, Which in the long it's run, processes. It's 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 you know content and it's digital assets digital assets basically mm -hmm. so um yeah it's interesting it's an interesting um, dichotomy between the two so yeah. no, it sounds very good sounds really good but All yeah right, cool. amazing well, well i think we'll leave it there let's wrap I think we've, up. Uh, we've we've spoken enough and probably bored everyone to tears <laughs> <laughs> as, as we spent time looking at a screen and describing things as usual as usual, <laughs> as usual. but no good to get it all out and uh Cool. See you on the next one, I suppose. Yeah. Well, do people get in touch with us, sir? Podcast at all at goodstuff.net. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we will speak to you next week. Cheers, Good guys. Cheers. <laughs>